Good afternoon. Oh, almost. It's 11.59, so really good morning. Hey, it's the 3rd of July, and I'm sure people are scurrying around to have a great 4th of July tomorrow. Um, it's great to be back. Busy busyness in my life, which is good. I'm sure the summer is the same for all of you. Um, I have a topic today that I have truthfully been putting off, and there's been so many people messaging me about this particular topic and right now I have quite a few clients that have had questions about this topic. So even though I've kind of been avoiding it because it's a touchy subject, I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk about it today. What I want to talk about today is children that are in the middle of uh, toxic relationship divorces, toxic relationship separations, toxic relationship post-divorces. Um, it seems to be a topic that is all of the sudden really, really active in my coaching clients. So uh, again, I want to mention the fact that I am not a counselor. I am not a therapist. I am just someone who has been there and who has guided a lot of people who are walking through the same fire. So when I do uh, these podcasts, especially this one, which is why I've avoided this one, I don't want anybody to think that I have the right answers. Uh, I have some history with toxic relationships and I did not do everything right. In fact, I probably did more wrong than I did right. So I don't want my podcast to come off like Dr. Heidi says, because this is just my opinion and this is how I see things now after being able to look back on my situations as well as observe clients that are walking through this exact path in their very own stories. So the topic of children is tough because you go into this relationship or this marriage thinking it is going to last forever. You know, I'm going to have the happy family that I always pictured, which started out with the perfect wedding, and I'm going to have the perfect home, and it's going to be cute, and the white picket fence, and the whole deal. We're going to have great holidays. We're going to have wonderful family vacations. We're going to have great memories with lots of photos and lots of videos of all of the good times that we're going to have as our tight little close-knit family, right? Is that the picture that you had in your head when you stepped into this relationship. That's how it turned out, right? A calm, happy home with no conflict, right? Wrong. I am guessing that if you are an avid listener of this podcast, you are probably thinking, yes, that is exactly what I thought my life was going to look like. And it is exactly what I pictured I wanted my life to look like. And now look at us. Everybody in the family's fighting. Everybody's disconnected. People are backstabbing each other. We've got people not speaking to each other. We're fighting over the kids. We're fighting over the stuff. The kids are fighting with me. The kids are fighting with each other. All I do is yell at people. I never used to yell. All I do is yell at people. We're bad-mouthing each other. We're trying to get people to pick sides. And that's what you're happy home now is looking like. So even though we as adults can understand the concept of divorce, from a kid's perspective, especially kids that have been raised in a toxic environment, from a kid's perspective, you and the other parent are their world. 
okay? And all of a sudden, it's fall, it is falling or has fallen apart. Kids don't understand that people are bad. Kids are trusting. And if kids have been brought into this environment, why would they think one or the other parents is bad? It's what they've known from the beginning, so to them it's normal. And now all of the sudden, all of the dynamics are changing. And the parents want them to see how bad the other parent is. Now, this is sometimes just in any divorce. Divorces are hard and divorces are ugly. I don't wish anyone to have to go through one. Um, but all of a sudden, their world as they know it is now being ripped in half and they're more or less asked to choose sides. And that's really not fair. Kids, up until they're about 19, 20, can't even wrap their head around the different dynamics that go on in an adult relationship where there is kids involved. I have, I think, probably half of the clients that I have right now, the individual clients, are struggling with the fear of losing their kids. Now, not losing them 100%, but when you're married, you have your kids 100% of the time. I mean, sometimes they're at the baseball game and sometimes they're at the mall, but you both have them all the time. So all of a sudden, you're faced with the reality that I might only have my kids half the time and it absolutely tears your world apart. Okay, we all know that's what divorce is. Divorce is a separation of property and family matters, period. So obviously that's what's gonna happen. But to keep this in perspective for you, the kids are half yours and they are half your spouse's or your former spouse. If a partner indeed is toxic, they are always going to use the children to get what they want, which means to still control you or sometimes even try to destroy you. But this is not the kid's fault. Do not judge your kids harshly on how they act going through a divorce. Yes, they need to have some responsibility depending on their ages, but we just upset their entire environment. Even if it was an unhealthy environment, it was the environment that they knew. So don't judge your kids for what divorce or separation is doing to them. They're going to want to please both parents. Toxic people control their children just the way they control other people, especially after you leave the relationship or when you are trying to relieve a relationship. When they can no longer control you they will control others and how other people see you. And a lot of times what will happen is you exit stage left and when they have the kids, the kids jump right into the position that you had. They're very controlling and they're very manipulative and very tricky to their kids. Kids, kids like you did will migrate towards the toxic parent in the same way that you migrated towards them. Whether it's through manipulation, through guilt, through them being bribed or spoiled, they will tend to migrate towards the toxic relationship and there's, or the toxic person. And there's several reasons for this. It is easier to have others upset than to have the toxic person upset. And if you've been in this relationship, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Remember how you quit talking to your family and talking to your friends because it made them angry? It is the same way with your kids. 
A toxic person wants to control you, so they isolate you from the people who love you and the people who are your support system. They do the same thing to your kids. If you have always been the one that has been steady and strong and a support for your kids, that person will try to cut you off from them, just like they cut you off from your friends and your family, which was your support system. They can no longer control you if you are separated or divorced, but they can still make an impact on your life by using your kids against you. So that being said, you know how easy it was for them to manipulate you when you were in the relationship. They do the same thing to the kids. So you need to understand the kids after you leave go through very similar things that you did. Remember, a toxic person is very worried about how they look in public. So they are always going to want to look like the good parent and the super parent. So they're going to definitely go after the kids so that they look good. They will also go after the kids so that you appear to look like an inferior parent. Toxic people are generally insecure. So when you take the step to step out of their control, they need to get that security back. And a lot of times it just gets transmitted straight to the kids. They still have a sense of control within the house if they can control the kids the way they were controlling you. Um, toxic person is, has very little concern for the effects their actions are having on others as long as they get their way. This is the one that makes me sick because kids don't respond like adults do, but they don't care the effects that have, their actions are having on the kids as long as they are getting to you and can still get you to react to them and can still feel that they can control your life. A lot of times the toxic person does not acknowledge the ending of a relationship and they still feel that they get to control you and they still have a 100% drive to try and control your life no matter how far along you've moved. Um, when you've lived or were close to them, they controlled everything that you did. Now, the only thing they can control you with is your kids. So they will indeed try to turn your kids against you. They will try to make your life difficult and they will try to make you look bad to your kids. It is no different than when you were in the same position with them when you lived in the household. So that being said, I spoke to two children this morning that I know were raised in an environment like this. And even though their answers were not exactly the same, they were very similarly based and many of the answers that that I get from other people talking to them are the same they're always going to want to go where there is less conflict now remember all they know is that these are their parents and now their parents are fighting they don't know or understand what toxic person means so they're gonna migrate to whichever parent they feel there is less conflict at so if mom is buying them stuff and spoiling them and being their friend, that's gonna be fun. So they're going to migrate to moms. And if one of the parents is you know, promising them things and taking them on vacations, that's where they're gonna go. If there's a parent being a parent and setting rules and setting boundaries, that's the parent they're gonna migrate away from. Parenting and boundaries is conflict they're gonna go where there's less rules. 
So they're going to migrate away from the parent who's trying to parent and migrate towards the parent who's trying to be their friend. And eventually as they grow up in this environment, they're going to fall into the same traps that you did. Fear, tension, control, criticism, ridicule, and, and they'll be frightened to leave also. So it's just the beginning of another cycle. Now, the other thing that I absolutely believe to be true is there is a huge difference between conditional love and unconditional love. Unconditional love is always loving someone no matter what, no matter the circumstances, no matter the consequence. Conditional love is if you do what I tell you to do or if I get my way or you do everything right, then I will love you. I 100% believe that kids will migrate towards the parent of conditional love. Because if they 100% know that there is one of the parents that is unconditionally loving them, no matter what they say, no matter what they do, no matter how long they're gone, they're okay because they know that that parent is going to be there no matter what. But the parent who loves conditionally, which is if you win all the baseball games, or if you're top athlete, or if your grades are good, or if you badmouth your dad for me, they're going to migrate that way and do everything the toxic parent wants so that they can gain approval. They always are seeking approval from the parent who does not approve. So that, was, that is a very difficult thing for people to grasp because if you are the one who has been the support system, has been the loving, caring person all the time and the kids still migrate away from you, it's very hurtful and it's very painful. But at the end of the day, that's exactly what you need to be doing because conditional versus unconditional, they will always come back to unconditional love. They will figure out what conditional love is as they grow. Now, again, kids go through different stages. So I'm talking kind of in general, toddlers and babies, maybe not so much. Um, but as kids are growing and they're developing their personalities and they're developing their decisions and choices in life, that's what I'm talking about. So what kids do not need, they do not need money. They do not need stuff. They do not need to be spoiled. They do not need a friend in a parent. They do not need tension. They do not need fear. They do not need criticism. They do not need conditional love where love is given and taken away depending on their actions. But I 100% will tell you and firmly believe, and this is how I um, teach when I teach when I teach people who are coming through this, kids need an example. They need a support system. They need a parent who parents and they need unconditional, unfailing love. No matter how bad the situation gets, no matter what the situation is, no matter how much pain and how much manipulation you as the parent go through, your kids need an example, a support system, a parent who parents, and unconditional love. This will be the most painful thing you will ever do, but this is what you need to do for your kids and they will come back. They will always come back to an example, a support system, a parent who parents, and unconditional love. 
So if you are the one that is struggling with this, where you feel like you have been isolated, your kids need to grow up and they will have to make the decision on their own and make their own choices of who is in their life and who is out of their life, just like you did. And as they grow up and they are allowed to make their choices, they will look at the parent of unconditional love versus the parent of conditional love. They will look at the, the choices between, do I need all this stuff or do I want calmness and happiness? They will look at the decision as, this person supported me, this person took the support away every time I needed it. So you being the good example, parent, support system that loves them unconditionally no matter what, is what is going to bring them back. And this may take months, this may take years. There's, there's clients that I have who, have who didn't see their kids for three or four years, and now they are best friends with their kids because the kids were allowed to grow up and make their own decisions and learn who in their life was unhealthy and who in their life was healthy. It, again, this probably makes it seem super easy, and it's not easy. Um, you know, when I was going through, through my different situations, it was the hardest thing I ever went through and the kids were the hardest part of it. But my advice to you is be a solid rock for them that they know is always going to be there and they will come back. So I want you to have a happy 4th of July. Don't get sunburned. And um, yeah, let's watch some fireworks. The best part about tomorrow is it's Independence Day. Um, all of you who have left toxic relationships, hats off to you. Independence is the best feeling in the world. I'm proud of you all. Um, I would like to ask a couple favors. I am watching the numbers on my podcast go up and I have no idea where you people are. I would love a message in with just, hey, I'm in New York, I'm in Montana. I would, I'm just curious because the numbers keep getting bigger and bigger. And um, over the next couple months, we're going to have a lot of new announcements with coaching with Dr. Heidi. So I'm really excited about it. If you do have questions or you need to reach out to me, you can find me on Coaching with Heidi, Coaching with Dr. Heidi Facebook page, uh, my Coaching with Dr. Heidi Instagram account, or um, right now my web address is edgewellness.net. It will take you to my chiropractic page, but then there is a separate page for the toxic relationship um, stuff. On the toxic relationship page, there is something called the toxicity profile analysis, and it is a survey that you answer, and then I am offering a free 20-minute assessment of that survey. And what that survey does is it kind of um, sheds a little bit light on the characteristics that you may be affected by, the characteristics of the toxic person, and possibly how extreme or how severe the relationship that you're in is. Uh, from there, it gives you just a little bit of guidance to make you feel like, okay, maybe this is something real. I felt like something was wrong for a long time. Maybe it is something that I need to look into. Um, I have a couple weeks where I'm in and out of the office, but scheduling can be done and I can be on the phone. So um, yeah, I would love to hear from you. And again, thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope you have a great week. I will talk to you soon.